Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Are we watching the quote-unquote educated become dumber and the quote-unquote not educated become smarter? We're going to attempt to answer that question right here on Critical Thinking on this WTF Wednesday. Once again, I'm Pat Oney filling in for Andrew Coppins while he's on some much Needed away vacation time, enjoying some family time up in Wisconsin this week, so I will be filling in each and every day. Um, you can follow me over at The Petoni Show on pretty much all the social media channels. Um, you can follow him at The Coppins Show as well. Uh, as a consequence of Andrew not being here, we will not be doing a uh, Rumble video this week. Uh, so no Rumble stuff, all audio only, um, because Andrew's the one with all the fancy schmancy equipment and software when it comes to doing our video. So that, that is why we are not doing video this week. However, you can still go to rumble.com backslash critical thinking and subscribe, comment, rate, review. You can also go and find the podcast version of it if you're just an audio person only and you want to listen on your favorite podcasting platform, which if we're not on your favorite podcasting platform, please let us know because we do want to be there. But if we are, please rate, review. Share with friends. Sharing with friends is how we grow this show um, and how we are able to provide more and more content. So please do that and please rate us because, you know, we are, you know, men with fragile male egos that uh, want to influence the algorithmic gods and continue to be the number one independently rated critically thinking podcast in the world. Again, that's independently rated. That's not that's not a me thing. It's not an Andrew thing. That is something that we've actually been rated on. So, please continue to do that. We would greatly, greatly appreciate it. As I said yesterday, today is just going to be a straight WTF Wednesday. And I posed the question right at the very beginning of the show. Is the educated, quote-unquote educated, becoming the uneducated? And is the, quote-unquote, uneducated becoming the educated? We're going to attempt to answer this question um, throughout the show vis-a-vis the WTF stories that I have slated for today. So, without further ado, uh, getting into WTF Wednesday, I'm going to start with this story. So, the California House passed a bill that requires judges to consider race when sentencing. I know, right? I mean, let that sink in for a minute. They, uh, when, when you're in court, a judge must consider race when sentencing that that's a thing never mind by what actually happened 
um, in the whatever the court case may be, that they actually have to consider the race and when they carry out the sentence. Never mind being fair and impartial regardless of race. They, they have to take race into consideration. So in accordance with the recommendation of California Racial Reparations Task Force, the Democrats in California have taken the next step in completely disregarding constitutional law in the name of anti-racism. The uh, California House passed a bill widely unconstitutional and racist law that would require the courts consider race when making sentencing recommendations. Democrat state lawmakers introduced Assembly Bill 852, which would require courts whenever they have discretion to determine a sentence to consider the disparate impact on historically disenfranchised and system-impacted populations with the intent of rectifying racial bias. Um, y- yeah. How do you um, how do you rectify racial bias when you are uh, having to sit there and essentially practice racism from the bench according to this law? This is an absolutely racist, racist law. It's also unconstitutional. There's there's no way I see this actually holding up at the end of the day. I'm not sure. I mean, this has made it through the uh, California House. Will it make it through the Senate? Will Gavin Newsom actually sign it into law? All things remain to be seen, but with the way California is going, are we really surprised by any of this? Again, never mind that you would want to uh, actually enforce the law as it is written and apply it justly to all parties who have broken the law, uh, regardless of race, uh, regardless of ethnicity, regardless of religion, sex orientation. I mean, murder is murder, right? I mean, do we do we have to... You, you kill somebody, um, do we really need to take your skin color into consideration? It, it doesn't make any sense. But Bill 852 passed the House during the legislative session in May and is now under review by the state Senate. So, it is widely unconstitutional, um, but... Honestly, it, it would appear that uh, California Democrats aren't doing anything that really should be surprising us at all um, because they really just don't care about the Constitution anymore. They care about whatever the culture is dictating because we always know government is downwind of culture. So if, they're, if, if there's anyone that is following the current culture to a T, it is the Democratic Party. Speaking of California, though... Um, our, our favorite vice president of all time, and by, by favorite, I mean the absolute worst vice president of all time, probably the uh, dumbest vice president of all time, um, was talking about artificial intelligence. And well, I'm just going to let her speak for herself. And I think the first part of this issue that should be articulated is AI is kind of a fancy thing. It's, first of all, it's two letters. It means artificial intelligence. But ultimately what it is, is it's about machine learning. And so the machine is taught. And part of the issue here is what information is going into the machine that will then determine 
and, and we can predict then, if we think about what, machine, what information is going in, what then will be produced in terms of decisions and opinions um, that may be made through that process. Wow, that was, that was profound, honestly. As someone that works in digital marketing and has had um, some exposure to AI and, and specifically in content generators um, that, that work with AI or that, that are AI content generators, I should say. Um, wow. Uh, it's, she says it's a fancy thing. It's two letters that means artificial intelligence. No kidding. Anyone who's ever seen any Terminator movie ever is going to know what AI stands for. Anybody that's seen movies like iRobot or anything that has to do with like technology and robotics in movies and artificial intelligence. I mean, hell, look at Star Trek or Star Wars for that matter and using like droids or robots in, in, in those movies and, and computers that are essentially, well, they are artificial intelligence. Seriously? I mean, wow, it's a fancy thing. It means artificial intelligence. Really? Are you this dumb? The answer is yes. Yes, she is this dumb. This is our vice president. This is something she's trying to sound smart on a topic that she knows absolutely nothing about. She's trying to sound like an authority figure on something that she clearly knows nothing about. Now, you know, I guess you could say you make the argument she did at least get right that, you know, it's about machine learning. Well, yes, that that's what that means. It means the machine can learn. It means it can understand certain things. Um, using a content generator, for example, like ChatGPT, uh, you would give it a specific set of instructions of what you want it to produce. And it should, in theory, produce content around those instructions. And, and basically, artificially giving you content based around the information that you give it. Now, I will say this. If you want it to give you something completely stupid, it's going to give you something completely stupid. If, you, if you're trying to be serious about it, you have to be extremely detailed with it. Um, and this is just speaking from personal experience and, and testing it with what I do in my day job. You have to be very, very specific in the instructions that you give it. Otherwise, it's going to give you junk content. So if you want certain things within that content, you have to explain that in detail. Now, not all AI content generators are the same. Some do function very differently than others and how they are set up. But they are they, they essentially, the more information you can give it, the better content that you're going to get. Looking at things like Alexa um, on um, from Amazon or Google Home, being able to talk to those things and get information. I mean, even our cell phones have have some voice to text or, or, or Google Voice and stuff on it to, that are essentially the very basis of of the beginnings of AI technology, and and knowing what you're looking for. I mean, using a search engine and how AI is going to impact search engines and marketing in the future is is insane. Um, and, and we've talked about that a little bit before here on the show as well. So, um, AI is here. It's here to stay. You can't put the genie back in the bottle. Um, it, it is a very useful tool. I wouldn't necessarily call it fancy. Um, 
It's new, but is it fancy? I, I, I don't know that I would go that far yet. Um, you know, so I, 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 and honestly, it depends on who's using it too. Who is, who is the user behind that? And who's, who's also running the, the programming behind the AI in of itself? Because one thing I will say about these content generators and something I've been deeply concerned about is if we're trying to look for certain things or create certain things in terms of content, are we getting real information? Are we getting the right information um, within that content? Or is it being dictated by someone behind the AI in terms of what they deem to be true? So I, I, we haven't yet had conversations around the ethics and the use of AI, but here we have a vice president that's like, oh, here we have something fancy. means artificial intelligence. Really? Um, the best thing that we could do with Kamala Harris at this point is to put her in the basement with Joe and don't put her in front of a camera. Don't put her in front of a microphone. Because everything that seems to be coming out of this woman's mouth anymore is just actual stupidity. Now, the difference between her and Joe Biden is Joe Biden's actually losing his mind. She's just dumb. Either way, neither of them should be in front of a camera at this point or let alone behind a microphone. So can we can we not do that? I mean, America would be smarter for this. We're losing brain cells by, by every time this woman opens her mouth. That, that's how crazy this administration is. That's how also how dumb and inept this administration is. If anything, it's a reflection of our society and just where we are as a, a, a society, I guess a society as a whole. Um, and I'm going to prove that here in just a second because Columbia University, <clears throat> supposedly one of the most prestigious universities in the entire country, right? I mean, at least that's what I think of when I hear Columbia. You would think would be intelligent. A, 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 a university that puts out general intelligent people within society. You go there, you, you become educated, you go out and you get a fancy job of some kind. I mean, that, that's that's what I think of when I think of Columbia. I mean, it's, it's kind of like a, a, a Harvard, if you will. Right. So that's what I would think of. However, um, some people decided to go to Columbia University and ask them, can men get pregnant? And then and then what they did is they went to Harlem and asked the people of Harlem, can men get pregnant? Here's what happened. Can men get pregnant? Oh, no. Same question. Do you guys think men can get pregnant? If you identify as a man and you have the reproductive parts to get pregnant, then yeah, you can get pregnant. Like, it's a yes. Obviously, it's a yes. There's no other, no question. Someone that identifies as a man can have a uterus and, and potentially get pregnant. If, like, the man has the same body structure, like women's. Like women's? With the, like, here, maybe he can have pregnancies. Yeah. You're transgender, I, I believe, like, you can do the whole procedure. So you define your way into pregnancy, right? You can now, yeah. Can men get pregnant? I want no part of this. Well, yes. yes. Do you want any part of it? So that was Columbia, and this is Harlem. Okay, so before we get to the Harlem part of this, 
notice if, if you're listening to this, notice how confidently these Columbia students are saying, yes, men can get pregnant. Never mind, you know, basic biology and, you know, what it actually is to be a man. Well, if it's a man that, that has the parts to get pregnant, then yes, they can get pregnant. If it's a trans person that, that uh, identifies as a man, yes, and, and they have the parts to get pregnant, yes, they can get pregnant. I mean, yes, absolutely, yes, men can get pregnant. Th that's how confident these people are. At Columbia University, they're supposed to be some of the most educated people in the country, right? I mean... Isn't that the perception of, of, of universities like this, is that they are supposed to be this prestigious and well-educated university? That was always my perception, but yet here they are defying basic biology and and buying into this, this woke modern agenda of what they perceive to be gender, which, as we've said many times on this show, gender is just language. What we're really talking about is sex. That's what we're talking about. They don't care. They absolutely don't care. They just come, yes, absolutely, men can get pregnant. As if that has always been a thing. And it's absolutely insane. Like, like this, is, this is where we are. But before I continue, let's see what the people of Harlem had to say. And we're going to ask the same question. Can men get pregnant? What do you guys think? Can men get pregnant? Hell no. Men cannot get pregnant. That's BS, because they don't got a uterus. Hello. Yeah, they don't have a uterus. A lot of people have been telling us they can. What are your thoughts on that? I think that's outrageous, bro. For the men, we're here to, like, you know, put the seed inside the female. We're yeah. not f***ing, what's we call them? Seahorses. We're not that. Yeah, we ain't no f***ing seahorses. We f***ing to get them pregnant. Men, uh, men, men is not to have baby. God created woman and man to make baby. That's men. A lot of people have been telling us that men can get pregnant. Have you been hearing this at all? No, I have I have not. <laughs> you don't have a clue what they're talking about? No. Do you have any idea what they're talking about? No, not really. They're telling me that if a man has those parts, then they can get pregnant. That's what, that's what they were saying. Really? Does that make any sense to you? No, not really. No, they don't have the uterus, but you really can. It, it, it don't make no sense. Only women do. So what's your opinion on that, that they think men can get pregnant? Uh, sounds kind of dumb to me. I'll tell you what, what we've been hearing. So they say that if a man has a uterus, has a woman's parts, then they can get pregnant. That's what they're telling me. Okay, okay, I guess that makes sense. But they would be a woman. <laughs> they would be a woman. If they have the parts to get pregnant, they would be a woman. That's from people of Harlem, folks. I mean, I have nothing against Harlem or anything like that. I've been to Harlem before. It's it's a more run-down city, a poorer part of the of New, of New York City in terms of the boroughs and stuff there. Um, you know, you wouldn't necessarily perceive these people as going to something like Columbia University. That doesn't make them stupid, by the way. Just because they haven't gone to some prestigious university doesn't make them stupid. But apparently going to Columbia now or any prestigious university for that matter, makes you stupid. So what is perceived to be the educated is now becoming the uneducated, and then what is perceived to be the uneducated is now the educated. How is that possible in a modern society 
where we have access to endless amounts of information. I mean, you carry a cell phone around, right? You have a smartphone. You have endless you have in, endless information at the palm of your hand. And yet we have we have people that that don't understand how basic biology works that that men are meant to impregnate and women are meant to get pregnant and that's how sex works. Like really are we are we are we really having this conversation but no the people at columbia these kids at columbia are confidently saying yeah well yes men can get pregnant like they've been able to get pregnant all along it i mean if, if we were to fat go back 10 years ago would we be getting this from students at columbia right now i mean what about five i mean even five years ago would, would we get that I don't know. I don't know. Maybe five years ago, because this has been a thing for a while now, but but 10 years ago? Certainly not 15 years ago. Certainly not 20 years ago. So what, what changed? The only thing that I can think of is that we have become a society that, as Andrew would put, is is now the church of me. It's... And, and furthermore, it's not even just the church of me. It's the church of self-pleasure. Whatever is pleasurable, whatever your feelings are in the moment. That, that is what reality is. Feelings are now reality rather than logic. Science even. It's the science now, not, not science in of itself. And heaven forbid if you ever question the science. Because the, the science is gospel. The science encompasses feelings and, and, and my truth rather than the truth. I, I think that's honestly how we end up here. We're a, a society that is supposed to be educated. To have information at, at the palm of their hand is a society that is just throwing all reason aside and trying to make feelings education. That feelings are what make you educated not not what not not any arithmetic or algorithms or uh you know d- new discovery not actually practicing real science not, none of these things make you intelligent anymore it, it it is a all about your feelings your feelings are what make you educated it's like we've forgotten what it means to pursue education and that we just go to to a college like Columbia for the sake of oh I went to Columbia University I I now have the status of being educated apparently that 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 is not true at all anymore just because you happen to go to a prestigious university doesn't make you intelligent Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. 
That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. If anything, I, I, you know, being on the show and being on with Andrew, because he, he honestly has made me think about things in a different way. And he's challenged my own views on things. And I like to think I've done the same for him. And, and that's part of critical thinking is being able to have your views challenged and to be able to learn other perspectives and things like that. But that, that's done with logic, sometimes with emotion. I'm not saying emotion is completely irrational. I think some emotion, some emotion is healthy in rational thought. And, and understanding feelings and being able to navigate through certain things. But looking through the lens of just edu- or just just emotion when it comes to education and and your own personal feelings when it comes to education and how you've been educated doesn't make you intelligent. Going to, 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 apparently, like I said, apparently going to Columbia does not make you intelligent. It just apparently gives you some kind of social status. And I feel like that's what universities have become. It's become, oh, I went to college as if it were some social status rather than I'm pursuing education. I'm pursuing education to uh, be able to provide for my family and um, be able to work in a certain profession for the rest of my life. It's become something completely and totally different. And, and I, I don't even know if I even have the words to describe it. But in any case, let's move on to the Babylon Bee featured article of the day. Um, so to start, uh, the headline is nine absolute musts to look for in a new church. Nine must, nine absolute must to look for in a new church. Now, before I get into this, if you haven't gone to coffeebrandcoffee.com yet, you need to. Uh, you need to find uh, business, work with businesses that that will not support, or that will support your values, or don't at least don't insult your values, right? As as we've like to put it, uh, they just want your business. Coffee brand coffee won't insult you. They don't really care what your opinions are or what your political views are. They just want your business and they want to make a good product to earn your business. All you need to do is go to coffeebrandcoffee.com, use the promo code CRITICALTHINKING at checkout and you'll get 5% off your purchase. My personal recommendation, find a coffee flavor that you know you like. Try that first. And also get something like, hey, I think that flavor would be interesting and try that as well. If you're not a coffee drinker like me, they have alternatives like uh, hot chocolate and tea as well. Um, again, hot chocolate for me is a very seasonal thing. I don't know of anyone that drinks hot chocolate in the summertime. Um, so go to coffeebrandcoffee.com, promo code critical thinking at checkout, and you'll get 5% off your purchase today. All right. So nine absolute musts to look for in a new church. In an ideal world, every church would be perfect and you stay there your whole life. Unfortunately, there are times when you feel led to find a new church to attend. 
but how do you know which church should be your new place of worship? The Babylon Bee is here with a helpful list of absolute must-haves when you're searching for a new church. Uh, first one, Shiatsu Massage Chairs. You, you're there to see the show, right? It only makes sense for you to be legit theater-style seating. Two, La Croix Baptismal. What, what do you expect? People to be baptized in tepid well water? Please. Three, pastor who wears North Face vest. Nothing adds legitimacy to a preacher like the, tenant, the, the, the trendiest wardrobe. Four, at least 75% of worship team must be wearing beanies. Real musicians wear beanies, even in the summer. Five, Contemporary Enneagram counselors on call 24-7. Forget the timeless truths of Scripture. Your Enneagram will teach you everything you need to know about yourself and your purpose. Six, fair trade coffee poured by tattooed baristas. None of the instant Folgers crystals garbage here. Seven, annual at the movie sermon series. Gotta make the word of God entertaining at least a few weeks out of the year. Eight. No services on Christmas weekend. Who wants to think about Jesus on Christmas anyway? And nine. Gluten-free non-GMO communion crackers. Gluten-free may have been okay for Jesus and his disciples, but not you. <sighs> I, I point this out because... You know, we, we've we've talked a lot about the Church of Me, um, on this show, and and that being our our current culture, our spirit of the age. And everyone knows who have listened to the show long enough that I belong to the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and Andrew is Catholic. And um, it, I, I would tell you this: I mean, if you if you're not going to be Catholic, you're not going to be Mormon. Um, which is fine. Like like we're not here to say, hey, you must be part of our religion. Okay. That, that's not our job. In fact, I would say my job as part of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints is not to convert you to my religion, per se. My job is to, is, is to share the gospel of Jesus Christ and to share that with all that is willing to listen. Um, how you use that, how you interpret that, how you in integrate that into your life is very personal. Um, I, I can't dictate that for you. Um, I did what was right for me. Um, I, I will say this, um, because I've, I've been, if I wasn't LDS, I, I, there's a good chance I would be Methodist. Um, growing up, I was a convert to the church, um, to the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, first of all. I wasn't really anything growing up, but I had exposure to Baptists and mainly Methodists because that was predominantly what was in the area in which I grew up in in Ohio was basically one of those two churches. And I remember, I remember going to uh, my aunt's church which happened to be a methodist church and interesting enough she was raised catholic my grandfather was catholic and she went to a methodist church now my grandfather was not a practicing catholic my entire life um, he he walked away from the church many many years ago but long before i was even born and when he um passed away um i believe it was my aunt or my cousin's current pastor it was a methodist pastor that came and did my grandfather's funeral now it was not a religious funeral by any means 
But there was religious aspects to that funeral. And one thing I will say is that it was very much rooted in God and in principles of of what is taught um, by God in the Bible and things like that, even though it wasn't necessarily a religious funeral in of itself. Now, the reason I'm bringing this up is because if you are looking for a new church, the, the very first thing that, that you must look for, really, truly, honestly, is 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 it rooted in Jesus Christ? Are they teaching the gospel of Jesus Christ? That's what you should be looking for. That, that is the number one thing that you should be looking for. Now, Andrew's often made fun of his wife because she does, uh, I, and I can't remember the name, I think it's Elevate uh, Church where they, you know, it's it's basically a concert type deal. And I honestly understand what, what he's saying when, you know, like, how was your concert today? You know, kind of a deal when he, when he kind of pokes fun at her a little bit. But some people get something out of that. Some people really do get stuff out of music, especially if it's gospel music centered around Jesus Christ. I totally understand this. We have the uh, Mormon Tabernacle Choir at Temple Square. Um, and, you know, they, they, they sing every general conference. They go on tours and things like that and, and do stuff all around the world, um, which I think is fantastic. And, you know, they it's all gospel music. It's all hymns. Um, you know, they, they, every Sunday they do the... Uh, um, uh, I, I can't remember what it's called. It's like the uh, music and the spoken word. Um, and, and, you know, they, they get together and they basically sing before most people go to church. Um, and it's just, it's, it's hymns and song can be a form of worship is what I'm saying. So I, I'm not, I'm not knocking it. It's not necessarily exclusively for me if you're into like one of those types of churches. Um, but we do have that in the LDS church to some degree. Um, but not like, say, like Elevate per se. Um, but but I think the first and foremost is, it are, is that church teaching about Jesus Christ? Are they teaching the gospel? I think the second thing is, do you feel closer to God? Do you feel closer to Jesus Christ um, when you attend that church? Is there a, um, and I think th- I, this would be the third thing, I th- is there a re- a re- um, a resounding sense of peace when you attend. Um, and honestly, are you part of a community that makes you, and this is for, are you better part of, a, are you a part of a community that makes you a better person um, that is serving your fellow man? Do, do you have those? I mean, those, those are the things that I would look for. If I'm being truly honest, if I were searching for a church now, if I were, if I weren't part of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, these are the fundamental things that I would look for. Now, I'm sure there, there are lots of other things, but I think those are, are, the, are the four places where I would start. And, and going back to what we were talking about previously to the Babylon Bee article in the first half of the show, we are where we are because we've basically cut God out of our society. We are not rooted in God as, our, as a society anymore. We have individuals who are. Um, we even have some communities who are. But do we go out and practice the things that we that we are taught in church? Do we use those things in our daily lives, or are we looking for things of self pleasure? That's that's where I come down here. That's that's where that's why we are losing intelligence in in our universities is because we've allowed ourselves to become selfish in nature and uh, give into feelings rather than 
logic, reason, critical thinking, and God himself, a, a, a study of religion. Um, I think it was Sir Isaac Newton that once said, the most important thing a person can study is their religion, is their faith. Um, and, and that is the most important thing that we can all study. Now, I've always said the number two thing is history. So understanding like where we've been in society where, where, and how we've gotten to where we are today and understanding that history. And so that we don't repeat all the bad things in history, which, you know, you could say that, you know, we, we are doing now. Um, and history doesn't just repeat it also rhymes. So uh, these are just thoughts I have as I'm going through these stories today um, and, and, and why we are where we are as a society. Now to get back into WTF though, uh, speaking of all the transgender BS, uh, Dylan Mulvaney um, claims to not feel safe in America. So he fled to Peru. He hired a shaman and he's hanging out with llamas. I mean, bro, Dylan, my man. Um, America is, has given you the freedom to do all the things that you have done and the freedom to say all the things that you have said. What has happened is in, in this country and when, why you may not be feeling safe is I think it's just a self-perception. It's not necessarily reality. Are there people out there that may want to hurt him? I, I, I guess so. But I mean, that comes with anybody that's hungry for attention all the time and doing something incredibly controversial. I mean, we could look back at historical figures that have made things very controversial in the past, whether they were for good or for bad. Uh, they, they often had some haters out there that wanted to do them some serious harm. So I'm not going to argue that point, but honestly, you know, America's given you the right to do and say what he's done. Um, and I, I would even go as far as to say this, if you don't if you don't want this kind of controversy in your life and you and, and you just want to play it safe and feel safe in America, then don't do what you've been doing. Don't don't cause the controversy that you've been causing. Um, you have the right to do that, too. But your choice. Comes with consequences. And that's I think that's what Dylan Mulvaney is is, is getting at here. Now, I, I mean, I really hope that that no one does actually hurt him. I, I, I don't wish him any harm. I do believe that he deserves all of the mockery, ridicule, and scorn um, for all of the BS that he's been doing and and being essentially the attention whore that he has been because that's what a lot of this comes down to is just he wants attention. He has to be the center of attention for some reason. And yes, I'm using the term he because he is a man. Um, he is male. He is not female, so I will continue to do that. I'm going to do that for anybody. That's not exclusive to Dylan Mulvaney. That is the truth, and I'm going to tell the truth. Um, but uh, as if you thought we were done, um, there's there's more. Uh, many of them celebrate the fact that you can buy buy that you can buy is only three percent more expensive year over year, according to new interest poll. Okay. If you're celebrating the fact that things are still more expensive year over year, even if it's just by a marginal 
You're doing it wrong. Nobody wants to have to sit here and pay more money for basic necessities in life. Nobody wants to do that. It's actually pissing people off. It's making them harder to provide for their families, keep a roof over their head, clothes on their backs, food on the table, all that stuff. You know, if, if that stuff is um, costing them more money and you're celebrating that, you're doing it wrong. Then, of course, you know, we have uh, some stuff on uh, Bidenomics in of itself uh, that apparently... Um, because things are, you know, still going up in price, that Americans have been cutting back on personal hygiene products. Um, look, I understand that, you know, people may need to cut back on things and may need to uh, cut back on certain expenses. Usually the first thing to go in most households, at least if you're thinking about things, thinking about your expenses is usually things that, that provide entertainment um, that, that aren't ne of necessity. I would say... Food, um, your mortgage, having clothes on your back, and your personal hygiene are some of the, the most essential things. Now, I'm not saying you have to go out and buy like the top tier uh, personal hygiene products that are like stupid expensive, but basic things that, you know, that, that, you know, make sure that you smell clean, look clean, things like that. I think, I mean, it's not even just about perception. It's also about personal health. Um, and, and making sure that you stay healthy. So it's important to have that. Um, but yeah, um, not something folks that I would want to, um, cut back on. Um, and so, uh, and it's just, the article just says, despite surging inflation, shoppers kept uh, spending thanks to income gains and government stimulus, but those benefits are waning and now Americans are skimping on everyday items such as toilet paper and toothpaste. Personal hygiene products, include uh, staples, uh, have taken a hit according to NIQ and, and tracks purchases of U.S. retailers. Units sold of toothpaste, laundry detergent, and toilet paper are down around 3 to 4% in week 52 through June 24th. Um, yeah, um, just folks. If you're really struggling, make sure that that uh, whatever your financial choices are, make sure that you are taking care of yourself and your families first, not your entertainment. Those are the most important things. The 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 wants that you have should not trump your needs. I know that's hard. I know that's a hard thing to fight against, especially in a society where we've become entrenched with comfort but make sure that you are not that you are not sacrificing your basic necessities every day and then finally i'm going to i'm going to leave, leave you with this because and this is wtf for me because why doesn't this ever happen to me uh kentucky man finds 700 civil war coins worth millions buried on his rural farm Why? Why does this never... I grew up on a farm in Ohio. And to my knowledge, we never found anything like this. Lucky bastard. Can't believe... How? Just how? And then, further, furthermore, how did he actually find this stuff? Well, um, he was uh, 
some people, you know, this, this article goes like, some people wait their entire life to hoard like this, but this man just randomly came across a digging site at his Kentucky farm. That's how he found them. He just randomly came across it. Really? Ah. Oh. WTF, mate. What the fire truck? Why does, seriously, why does this stuff never happen to me? Why? And you, I'm sure a lot of you who are listening to this within the sound of my voice are thinking the same. Why does this never happen to me? I, I, I hear you. I hear you. <sighs> Furthermore, um, the findings have been nicknamed the Great Kentucky Horde and including a group of 1863 double eagles and hundreds of U.S. gold coins dated to 1850 to 1862 as well as a few silver coins. 95% of the coins found are gold dollars per government mint, also included around 20 $10 Liberty coins from 1840 to 1862 and about $820 Liberty coins from 1857 to 1862. Some of the rarest coins that were found were 1863 P $20 gold Liberty coins can command a six-figure price according to government mint. <coughs> And they dug up 18 of them in the bounty. The coins are so rare because it does, does not feature the phrase, in God we trust, according to life science. The motto was added to all gold and silver currency in 1866 after the end of the Civil War. The coins discovered in the ground are remarkably well-preserved, possess astonishing uh, luster, and newfound freshness rarely observed in coins of this kind. I mean, what is what is it going to take for, you know, a guy like me to get this lucky? That that that's my question. And I'll leave you with that. Uh we will be back tomorrow for a deep dive Thursday on a topic that is still being decided. Um so I will be back tomorrow. Um until then, don't get lost. Remember who you are. No means no. And I'd like to find 700 Civil War coins worth millions buried on under my place sometime. That would that would be great. See you tomorrow. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.